This is the Sports and Entertainment Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration only on MarketScale. Building your brand is not around your product, so your team and your players, but you build your brand around truly this experience and this community. And we aren't in the baseball business. We are in the entertainment business, the experience business, and most importantly, the people business. All right. Hello and welcome to the Market Scale Studios. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern, and joining me is Tim Maitland, our VP of Business Development here at Market Scale. Tim, thanks for joining me, man. Howdy. So glad to be here. So we are in the studio today because last week it was announced that the NCAA is looking into changing its rules so that players would be able to be compensated for their names, images, and likenesses. You were a collegiate athlete at one point playing baseball for the University of Texas. The glory days. The glory days. I will not say hook them. But um, here's here's the main thing, I I think, is just that having been an NCAA athlete, you've you've kind of been in that situation where um, the rules are really prohibitive about what you can do. How do you feel? How do you look back at your time? And when you hear proposed changes like this, what, what do you think? What's your first initial impression? I get fired up. You know, I'm, I'm excited about it. And I think a majority of collegiate athletes, uh, present or past, would say the same thing. Um, you know, when you know the, the challenges, the, the lifestyle, the daily grind that comes with being an athlete, uh, you know, I think you realize that, you know, payment should be required, at least on your own likeness. And we'll dive deeper into that. But the short answer is I'm, I'm really excited when I hear about changes and, and them looking into paying these athletes. Yeah, that's a really interesting thing just in the past. And it strikes me as odd that um, that college athletes are really the only people in the country, I suppose, that are not able to profit off of themselves in any way, shape, or form right. uh, besides the fact that they get an education. So some people are going to say, okay, education is paid for. You're set up for life in that way, getting a college education that a lot of people go into debt to to receive. Is that not compensation enough? What's your response to something like that? So it, it definitely is a great compensation. And, you know, uh, you know, I was very fortunate. I got a lot of different offers from schools that, um, you know, I probably couldn't have, have tested in. And, and I realize that and I respect that. And, and I'm very, very thankful for the education that, that I was able to get. And, and baseball was the tool to get me there. Um, but when you look at it, you know, these athletes, they don't have time for jobs, right? When you look at a, a current student, you know, they have time to balance between working to make some money to help pay for, for bills or at least get ahead or to save for grad school uh, and they can do classes right and as an athlete you can't you know you're up at literally 5 a.m in the weight room from from about 5 30 to 8 and then you're at class from about 8 to 2 with study hall mixed in and then you're at practice from about 2 30 to 7 and then you might have to do some post work in, in the batting cage or uh, in the pool depending on what your sport is and then you know you have to go do your homework, and then it's back at it the next morning. So I, the education key uh, element is key, and, and we're all very thankful for that. It's just the time in college that uh, you know you don't have to be able to get ahead like other students have. So it's pretty clearly laid out here in the in the story and in what the NCAA is doing here uh, that this formation, uh, the formation of this group, uh, is not to look into paying students as employees, but more just to allow them to seek compensation for their likeness, be it in video games or on the backs of jerseys or, or something like that. Um, where's the distinction there, and where do you fall on maybe which one would be a better system as far as how to compensate players that that are playing collegiately? 
Well, I think there's, you know, there's really two sides to this process. Um, obviously, the, the one you mentioned, the likeness. You know, you look at a player like Todd Gurley, if, if you remember when, mm-hmm. when he was at University of Georgia, I think he signed some autographs for, for a local mall, and I think he got some compensation for it. And I think, I think he was suspended several games from that, right? Uh, if my memory serves correctly, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and you know, I, I don't think that's okay, right? You, you yourself are your own brand, and I don't think that any you know group like NCAA should be able to to own your own brand. So if a player you know like him or like Johnny Football back in your days at A and M, if they want to use their likability and their talents off the field to be able to make money, I think that that's a no brainer. Now, where the hairy question comes in is should NCAA or the schools be the one compensating all of these athletes. And now you have to look into Title IX, you have to look into what sports are bringing in revenue, and and that's a little bit harder. So I think at the very minimum, what this group's meeting on about the player likeness, I think that should be a no-brainer. And if I want to have my own YouTube page or if I want to be able to, you know, kind of do some coaching consulting on the side, giving tips to coaches and get paid for it, I think, you know, that should be okay for a student-athlete to have. Absolutely. Congressman Mark Walker from North Carolina said, signing an athletic scholarship with the school should not be a moratorium on your rights to your name, image, and self-worth. And I think that's a really good way of putting it. I agree. Yeah, it it, it really does strike me as odd that um, really the only group of people in this country that are not able to negotiate a better deal for themselves or to negotiate more payment or, or anything along those lines is college athletes, simply due to the fact that we as a country are obsessed with that sport in general, just loving college, you know, basketball, football, baseball, all of those things has led us to want to protect our interests in that way because we like to watch it. But in the long run, are we really helping or benefiting the athletes that the sports are built on? I mean, I don't know if you are. I mean, look at all of these stars who go out and, and they risk, you know, their their bodies, their their future, and some sports, their lives um, and livelihood uh, every single day for their university. And the fact that you know, they can't get a meal paid for them or they can't, you know, sign an autograph for a thousand fans and, and make a couple bucks here and there. Uh, you know, I, I just it just doesn't make much sense to me. Um, and, and I agree. It, it really kind of seems like it is the only group where there is this much fandom, there is this much stardom, there is so much money being passed and forth. But yet the main contributors in it, the star athletes, you know, can't, uh, you know, benefit themselves other than setting themselves up for a future they may or may not uh, may or may not have, depending on injury. Absolutely. Well, um, NCAA President Mark Emmert and the Board of Governors announced uh, that Big East Commissioner Val Ackerman and Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith will be heading this new working group exploring these topics. And so we'll certainly be watching with interest as far as where this is going to go. And I- I'm curious just to see what this does for maybe the business of college athletics, Tim, just kind of from our perspective, being at a B2B uh, media marketing company, just looking at, at maybe what this does for uh, can players receive endorsements from Nike, things like that. How will this maybe open up a new stream of revenue and a new stream of advertising dollars for, for some of these companies like a Nike, like um, maybe some of the other uh, companies that might be looking for uh, athletes to be endorsers? Right. I mean, that's that's a whole untouched world. And I think there's a lot of obviously, you know, unknown questions and uh, not a lot of answers there. But, you know, it's kind of exciting to, to think about it, thinking about all those doors that would open if uh, that that were to be the case. And, you know, I think we're at a really good time for NCAA being able to 
to shift and, and make some changes. And, you know, I, I see this being a positive step for NCAA to seeing that maybe they should change a few things around. So, yeah, this is going to be a good story to continue to follow and continue to, to read up on. Do you think that there would be more players? I, I don't know if you played with any guys like this when you played in high school, but uh, players that signed uh, or were drafted out of high school to play baseball that would go to college knowing that they'd be compensated on some level for it rather than maybe making the jump straight from high school to Major League Baseball. And that is a very, very good point. Um, you know, I'm thinking of one individual in, in particular um, who would have been a part of, um, you know, a, a collegiate uh, D1 baseball program. And, uh, you know, he opted out of going to school, took the draft, and it was just for little money. It's because his family needed money at that time. And, uh, you know, he saw college as probably the right long-term investment, but he wasn't able to think long-term. So, yeah, he, he opted out and, and went and played a couple years in the minors. And then, uh, you know, unfortunately it didn't work out. And, and now he's working on his degree. But, yeah, I think if you had that option for kids, I think that they would – you know, take it, uh, you know, very seriously, they would consider it. And I think that's best for NCAA because now athletes that NCAA wants to be a part of, you know, their, their program and, and, and what they are, uh, they might now have a chance of getting because of certain uh, circumstances. Absolutely. Well, it's a story that we'll be following closely moving forward. So uh, we'll just have to stay tuned. Tim, thank you so much for joining me, man. Absolutely. And, and hook them. Thanks for checking out this Market Scale Sports and Entertainment Podcast. For more just like it, head over to marketscale.com and hit up the sports and entertainment industry page there. Until next time, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. We'll talk again soon.